0: Welcome to New Song Radio. Today, as Pastor Fekayo Oluayini teaches, we see God's Word unraveling the problem of insecurity. We learn some of its unlikely symptoms, such as lack of focus and poor impulse control. And we are presented with a mirror with which to diagnose ourselves. Again, we come to understand that God wants us to be free from insecurity. Father, I commit myself into your hands as we go into your word, that you will open up our understanding. I ask, Father, by your spirit that you will grant me utterance and that, Lord, every word that, you, that we will hear from you today will not fall on deaf ears and will not fall on, on desert lands, but, Lord, it will fall on fertile ground. It will bear fruit in us. Where we need to repent, Lord, you will bring us to repentance and that your word will mix with faith, commensurate faith in our hearts, and grace, Lord, that we will be doers of your word and not hearers only. Thank you for hearing us. I take authority over every spirit of religion. I take authority over every spirit of tradition. I take authority over every spirit of insecurity. I bind you, and I command in the name of Jesus that you will have no hold over the minds of the people of God. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, now, we're going to going to the Word of God very quickly, and we've been talking about insecurity, and we started introducing the theme to us last week. And I'll do a little recapitulation. Like I said, I am more of a teacher than I am a preacher, so I I have great compassion for people when they've missed material. We started talking about insecurity, and when you look at it, people might think it's not a very spiritual topic or a very spirit, it's not a very spiritual theme. You know, why are we wasting time on insecurity? Insecurity seems very trivial. But when we look into the Word of God, it actually not, you couldn't get more spiritual than that. The first sign of the fall was insecurity. Before the fall of man, there was no insecurity. The Word of God says that the man and his wife were both naked and they were unashamed. But as soon as they sinned, immediately they sinned insecurity came and it has remained with us ever since in fact insecurity is one of the most prevailing problems that we have as humanity it's everybody has it to some measure because we're raised in a culture of comparison a culture that breeds shame and it's sort of our motivation to succeed and i've said before when we're talking about success that the fear of failure is not adequate motivation to succeed it can motivate you only so far yes you don't want to fail so you try very very hard but there are great motivators other motivators to succeed than just fear alone and so insecurity while arguably some people say well at least it it motivates me that is a i guess what you could call a some sort of a perceived positive aspect of insecurities that it motivates, but <laughs> nothing will be further from the truth, because what it actually does is it cripples you, insecurity actually cripples you, but we'll come to that later on. First Samuel chapter 18, let's do from verse 5. It says, so David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Now it had happened as they were coming home when David was returning from the slaughter of the Philistine, that the women had come out of all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with joy, and with musical instruments. Now, I want you to take note that the Word of God says that they came out to meet who? King Saul. So the women sang as they danced and said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Then Saul was very angry and the saying displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed to David ten thousands and to me they have ascribed only thousands. Now, what more can he have but the kingdom? So Saul eyed David from that day forward. Now look, the Word of God says, And it happened on the next day that the distressing spirit from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied inside the house. So David played music with his hand, as at other times. But there was a spear in Saul's hand. Listen, when you are insecure, there will always be a spear in your hand. Okay, You're always attacking people. The Word of God says, And Saul cast the spear, for he said, I will pin David to the wall. But David escaped his presence twice. Now, this is where insecurity can take a man or a woman. Can you believe that this is the same Saul? When he became king, some people said, You shouldn't be king. Let's get them and let's get them killed. And he said, No, no, we won't kill anyone. We're not going to kill anyone. People don't actually oppose him. He was so secure then. What happened to him? How did he deteriorate to this point? So quickly, some people said, "Well, it's the fault of the women. Why were the women singing, saying David killed ten thousand and Saul killed?" Yeah, because it's Mother's Day. I'm not going to go into that, okay? <laughs> so, but here's the thing. I've always said this: if you have a glass of water or a bottle of water, and then you shake the b- bottle of water, and then you see all these particles floating in there. The particles did not get in there because you shook the water. The particles were already there. My daughter, when she drinks water, she puts all kinds of things in there. (laughs) Now, when when I see a bottle of water that's half drunk in in my house, I'll take it and I'll shake it a bit like this and if there's any particle in there, I know whose water it is. So I label it so no one else goes there. (laughs) Let the person who owns the water continue to drink that water until it's all done with all the particles and flakes did my shaking that bottle put the particles in there? No, they were already in there. In the same vein, it wasn't the women who, who brought out something or put something into salt that wasn't already in him. It was already in him. The insecurity was already eating him up. They just shook him up a little bit and everything came up to the surface. Now, what are the effects or the symptoms of insecurity? Number one is envy. Envy is when it displeases you when someone has something because you want it also. Okay? The Word of God says... Saul became angry, so he was envious of David. Why aren't they singing for me? Why are they singing for David? Or why are they favoring David in their singing? So he was envious of him. That's number one. Number two, jealousy. Now, they're not the same thing. Envy and jealousy are not the same thing at all. Look at what happened with Saul. His insecurity consumed him. He became envious. Then his envy graduated into jealousy. He tried to kill David twice. And that was not the end of his exploits, by the way. Because after this, David said, you know what, I think I better run for my life. If God is helping a man, the man should help himself also. So I'm not going to stay here until Saul kills me. I'm going to flee. So David fled. Saul went after him. Restlessness. Saul became restless. He could not, he could not enjoy a night's sleep anymore because David still lived. He, in fact... Right after this, after he tried to kill the guy, he said, listen, I'm going to give my daughter to you Okay, so my daughter can keep an eye on you. You know, when you become restless, you you cannot enjoy what God has given you anymore because your neighbor has a bigger house or because your neighbor has a better car than you. You can't enjoy your own car anymore. Every time you drive up in your car and you see your neighbor's car, your stomach starts to turn. You cannot enjoy the children that God has given to you because someone else's children are doing something else. Your your joy doesn't have to die just because someone else is blessed. And your success is not spoiled because someone else is successful. If someone else is promoted at work and you're not promoted at that time, you cannot enjoy your work anymore. You come to work and every day you come to work, you're bitter. There's something wrong. It's because you're insecure. That's the problem you're having. And God doesn't want that for you. He doesn't want your life to be that way. He doesn't want your life to be ruled by insecurity. Alright then, so you're restless because you're insecure. Untoward hypersensitivity. Some people are so sensitive to every little thing that is said. You just try to pay them a compliment and then they go off. You should just say thank you graciously and go. Move on with your life. You try to correct them, they're hypersensitive to it. Why? Because they're insecure. I told you I'm speaking from experience also because God delivered me from various insecurities as well as he willed you in Jesus' name. Say, for example, you've been looking for a job for a while. I'm just giving you an example of hypersensitivity here. And you've been looking for a job for a while and you haven't been able to secure one. And who was it who testified about a job recently? I want to thank God because now you know God has given me a job there was a prophecy the week before God did it and it's me and I have a job praise God but you've been looking for a job for a while now you start to have these feelings oh my goodness she's, she's looking at me as she's telling this testimony I know she's thinking about me she's, she's trying to gloat over me but she, she doesn't even know you exist you, you know you walk into a place and the person says oh you're looking great today and then you move on and say that means yesterday I wasn't looking good what is wrong with you? you're insecure you're hypersensitive if someone asks a question and you answer and the person said wow I was expecting that degree of wisdom from you oh, so you, th- you think I'm dumb <laughs> everybody becomes your enemy everyone is out to get you why? because you're insecure that's the problem some people because of this they will refuse to be helped out of their situation there's someone who can help them but because that person might criticize them a little first they stay away and it's insecurity it's killing you You've got to get rid of it. Saul was, was hypersensitive. It was Saul that they came to greet, not David. But he was hypersensitive. He couldn't even see that. All right. Loss of spiritual sensitivity. Now, you become hypersensitive to the things you're not supposed to be sensitive about. Now, the things you're supposed to be sensitive about, you become numb to them. The Word of God says that an evil spirit came upon Saul and he prophesied. An evil spirit can cause people to prophesy as well. He was prophesying in the power of an evil spirit. He couldn't detect that I'm I'm under another influence here. I'm under something that I should resist here. Loss of spiritual sensitivity. The Word of God says that Saul became unable to hear from God anymore. I have found that the times that I've heard from God the most are the times when I was the most relaxed you find that when you're in fear and when you're in worry and everything's agitating you, you're very, very unlikely to hear from the Holy Spirit then because you're hearing so many voices. But when you're hearing so many different voices and your insecurities are speaking to you and you're receiving it from them, you're less likely to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit until you fasted and prayed. And when you're fasting and you're praying, you don't have the strength to be insecure. You just want to eat something, that's all then God speaks to you and you say, I fasted and God spoke. No, God has been speaking to you this whole time. You just couldn't hear him because your insecurities were drowning out the voice of the Holy Spirit. God will help us in Jesus' name. So, a loss of spiritual sensitivity. And then the destruction of meaningful relationships. How many people have destroyed meaningful relationships because of their insecurities? Let's talk about marriages. Insecurities are the root of many, many problems that couples face. But many relationships capsize because of the insecurity of one partner or both. This David, who, was, who the Word of God says, went in and out of the word of Saul, did everything that Saul, that Saul commanded him to do. Saul tried to kill him twice. That relationship was ruined forever. That was the end of the relationship. It was done. They never had that cordiality anymore there was no congeniality between them anymore from that point on why because insecurity had just murdered that relationship you have to make sure that your relationships are not being killed by insecurity another one is loss of impulse control (laughs) Saul did not even know when he took the spear in his hand and he tossed it at David he lost control of his impulses why because insecurity beware of insecurity an amplified vulnerability to temptation. When you are insecure, you will be more susceptible, more vulnerable to temptation. It is easier for you to tell lies then because you're so ashamed of yourself. If someone asks you something, "Hey, uh, where are you working now?" Instead of you to say, "Well, actually, I'm looking for work right now," you say, well, "No, no, 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 no. Um, I'm working with Ernst and Young, and I'm the um, chief executive financial." Uh, you make up something very long so that you can't, they, they can't remember and go look it up. <laughs> you are susceptible to temptation because of your insecurity. And it is actually coming, driving a wedge between you and God. But when you're, when you're fully emotionally secure, you can tell the devil to get thee behind me. I don't need your little supplements. I'm fine. I am complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. I don't need any of your suggestions. Thank you, but no thanks. And the next one is a loss of focus. Insecurity can cause you to lose focus. It's difficult to see anything else. In fact, if you wanted, you could practice it when you get home. When you get home, get a sheet of paper, draw a dark spot. In the center of the paper and just stare at that spot. After a while, you don't see anything else except that spot. Just fixate on anything, okay? Fixate on anything. When you get home, just put a bottle there and fix it on that bottle for a while. After a while, everything else just dims into the background and all you can see is that bottle. In the same vein, when you have insecurity battling with you, you'll lose focus easily. Look at what the Word of God says. The Word of God says in 1 Samuel 18 verse 9 that from that point on, Saul eyed David. This is a king of a whole kingdom. He, kept his, he took his eye off the things that he was supposed to be focusing on and he placed his gaze on this little shepherd boy, this nobody. That, that became his fixation from that point on. He lost focus. You can attest if you look at your own life and find out how insecurity causes you to, to lose focus. It causes you to lose focus when you are insecure and you don't have good management of that insecurity. Now the next thing is a loss of perspective, which they may begin to sound the same, but they're not the same. Let me ask you a question. Was David really Saul's problem? Was, was, was Saul's problem really David? I don't think so. His problem was that he had a difficult time listening or obeying God. That was, that was his problem. Bosses at work who feel threatened by you and they begin to persecute you to no end. And sometimes they really have nothing to fear of you because they have the 15 years of experience or the 20 years of experience. You were hired yesterday and they're feeling threatened by you instead of using the skills that you have to better the department and also benefit themselves because then their leadership begins to look really good because they're putting people's good skills to you. They don't have those skills and that's fine, but use the skills to benefit the department. But they will not do that because they're insecure. They, They will lose perspective. Now, when you see the word of God say that, um, Saul began to eye David from that, from that point on. Now you will read further on and you see how he began to hunt David. This is a man who has lost perspective. He has lost perspective of who he is because he's the king of a whole nation. He has lost perspective of what is really important and doesn't insecurity do that to us. It does that to us. It makes us lose perspective of what is really important and then we go after the little things, the cosmetic things, That really don't make any sense. When you're insecure, when you have insecurities battling around in you, you lose sight of the bigger picture. And so we've talked about 10 symptoms now of insecurity. Diagnose yourself. Now, I have 10 more, okay? (laughs) We're not going to get into that today. Uh, But go and think on the things you've heard from the word of God.